Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's take a look at Scott's Tout Wars draft up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, March 9th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at your Tout Wars draft. 15-team mixed 5x5 roto with OBP instead of batting average. With standard roto lineup, Scott was picking 15, so he was on. He was at the wheel at the turn, and Scott, you went with the Padres stack, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado with your first two picks. Is this what you were hoping for all along? Well, it wasn't because they played for the Padres, but but yes, I had the option of picking anywhere from eight through 15th. I chose 15th because in a 15-team league, I, I thought that was the only way I could be sure I'd get one of the stud third basemen that I think is so critical to get, especially in an OBP league, because two of the fallback options I like, Alex Bregman, Max Muncy, are going to get pulled way up. And sure enough, they did. Bregman went in round three. Uh, Muncy went in round six. So um, I had my choice between um, Machado and Devers for that third baseman. I went with Machado this time. Because Devers' advantages are less in an OBP league. Machado walks a little more. And Machado has a chance to contribute some steals. Plus, I just like to diversify. I got a lot of Devers already, and it's a narrow margin between the two. And I always wanted to pair him with Fernando Tatis. That was exactly who I was hoping I could pair with the third baseman. Because uh, that, you know, I, I, I want to go outfielder in round one, especially in a five outfielder league. Uh, and, and Tatis already has that outfield eligibility in Tower Wars. He's going to get it soon in CBS soon after he returns um but i was able to plug him in there and of course he has huge first round upside connor risky of course gonna go the first three weeks without him but i think even missing those three weeks he has the potential to go 40 30 and only he and acuna could possibly do that scott you took shane omac shane mcclanahan with the first pick of round four did you plan to take a starting pitcher there? I know typically you like to wait in drafts that we've done together, or did you just not really love the hitters that were available? Yeah, it's it's more the latter. I had hoped to go with at least four hitters to start out the draft. Um, but, you know, kind of a recurring theme is picking 15th, although I got the stud third baseman I wanted. I didn't have a lot of control over my team otherwise because you're waiting... 28 picks between your pair of picks. You can't anticipate that much what's still going to be there. And so I didn't want to... I, I was careful not to get too clever ever and just take the guys who I was supposed to take, um, which mostly worked out in terms of category distribution, position distribution. I, I think I'm a little thin in the outfield, but 
I'd hoped to take like Kyle Schwarber in round three to prevent that. He didn't make it to me. Uh, and I was going to pair him with the hitter, maybe like Ozzy Albies, who I actually took in round three. Instead, I went Albies and McClanahan. The hitter I would have considered taking there was Corbin Carroll, who was an outfielder, of course, and um, is an outfielder. And uh, I, I think is going to be a better OBP source than people realize. But with McClanahan there and and not knowing what starting pitcher would look like after 28 more picks, I just thought I thought that was being too cute. Uh, because I wound up thin in the outfield, I, I kind of wonder if I still should have taken Carroll, but it was nice to have probably a better ace than I'm going to have on most of my teams this year. Yeah, and I think based on the pitchers that came back to you at the 5-6 turn, I think you wound up doing the right thing in hindsight, taking Shane McClanahan where you did. Let's talk about a few other picks. You wound up with Luis Robert at pick 75 and Salvador Perez at pick 105. Both lower OBP bats, Typically, I think a lot of us play in batting average league, Scott, but how did you weigh when to take a lower OBP bat that was kind of falling down the draft board, someone like Robert and Salvador Perez? Again, I, I, didn't, I didn't think too hard about it. Uh, and, and this is a struggle for me in these OBP leagues because there are few players who really excel at OBP. There are, less, there are fewer who excel at OBP than excel at batting average, I would say. And they all go for a premium. And meanwhile, it allows these types of guys to fall. I mean, Luis Roberts, 75th overall, potent, uh, base dealer at a, at a thin position. That's, that's amazing value. And Salvador Perez, I took him outside the top 100. He's the only catcher who has a chance at 100 RBI probably and is probably going to lead the position in home runs too. So really valuable player, even despite the low OBP. Um, but it just, like I said, I kind of just had to take whatever came to me and the OBP guys never came to me. So I, I, I think it would have been foolish not to take advantage of the discounts of, of these other players, Robert and Perez. Uh, I imagine OBP is going to be my worst hitter category, but I don't think I'm going to finish last in it. And I think there's a chance I could finish closer to the middle than not. Yeah, and I think a good point with Roto Leagues is you could finish in the middle of the pack in some of your categories as long as you're in the top three or four in a bunch of them. So it's not impossible to not punt a category, but you could be bad at a category and still wind up winning your Roto Leagues. If you want to read more about Scott's Tout Wars team, you could do so. CBSSports.com slash fantasy slash baseball. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.